Hey, welcome back for another episode of Porn Brain Rewire, the podcast with me, Dr. Trish Lee. Today, we are going to talk about how porn ruined masturbation for you. So get a cup of coffee, or if you're on a drive, settle in because this is important stuff. Now, I know that you can look all over the internet and find people, qualified people, telling you that masturbation is healthy for you. Well, I'm going to dig into that. Is it healthy for you or is it healthy for some people? Probably a small margin of people. So let's dig into the three ways that porn ruined masturbation for you. And then we'll dig into the real deal about is masturbation good for you? Is masturbation bad for you? Now, the three ways that porn ruined masturbation for you is number one, it took masturbation from something you do for a healthy relaxation habit, a behavior that you use to a compulsion. That's going to be really important in deciding if porn ruined masturbation for you. Then number two is that it linked your brain to yourself for arousal and sexual arousal. Another important distinction. And number three is that Porn and masturbation cause erectile dysfunction, arousal dysfunction in the brain. So if you struggle with performance, if you have erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, or delayed ejaculation, you definitely want to stay tuned to the end of this episode so you can discern if porn ruined masturbation for you. Okay, so let's dig into number one and talk about How did porn take masturbation from something you use as a habit for relaxation and make it into possibly into a compulsion? Now, this is something I want to say to you. And of course, it comes with love, not judgment, is that there's probably something in the back of your mind telling you that you have a masturbation problem if you do. And the hijacker might be really good at pretending that masturbation isn't a problem for you. But at some times in your life or some moments in your day, you have the inkling back there that masturbation isn't good for you anymore. And this is why when any habit or any behavior, anything you do, when it starts, typically it starts off as use. So this is a continuum from use to addiction that we're going to look at right now. So when you start any behavior, we're going to talk about masturbation, you start masturbating. Now, unfortunately, If you started masturbating when you were young, during adolescence, this is going to change things. And we're going to talk about this in just a minute. But it started off as use, something that you did. So you did it one time. Then maybe you did it two times. Somewhere along the line, use became misuse. Misuse means you might be going back to it for the wrong reason. So the first time you use might be just to relax and you discover and you're like, wow, that feels good in my brain. But then along the line, it shifts from use to misuse. You're using it too often. Um, Your girlfriend breaks up with you. So you go and watch porn and masturbate. Um, You get done with a long, busy day and you're kind of wired. So you watch porn and masturbate. That's misuse. That's no longer You know, I'm going to connect with myself in a sexual way and feel the sensations in my body. It's now I'm going to use this behavior to feel better about something that happened. Mood regulation. 
And we know from the science that many people use porn and masturbation for mood regulation, number one, to offset stress, number two, to offset boredom. And you know what I say, where the problem lies, so does the solution. So we'll get there in the end with your brain hack. So let's get back to use, misuse. Then at a certain point, and it's different for all people, but misuse shifts into abuse. So abuse is you're supposed to be getting ready to go to work and, you know, you're pushing time frames in the first place. You've got to be there pretty soon. And you have the urge to masturbate. So you actually make the choice to masturbate instead of getting ready to work, which makes you late. Or it might be your entire family sitting in the living room, which is a stressor, and you feel the urge to masturbate, mood regulation, instead of approaching and engaging, and you decide, and this is where we would contend, this becomes no longer a decision. It is now abuse, which means you're using this behavior improperly. So you decide your whole family's in the living room and you decide to go watch porn and masturbate. Or it might just be masturbation, but we'll talk about that also in just a little bit. After use, misuse, abuse, this is the big shift. So the shift from abuse to compulsion. And we're going to go to addiction, but I don't even think we need to. We can stop at compulsion. So Compulsion means you have an urge or craving or a pull back to masturbation. It's pulling you back. It's in your mind. It keeps popping in your mind that you should go masturbate. And then you might justify it, which is a coping mechanism. You may justify it that you have a high libido, or you might justify it that your wife doesn't want to be with you enough. There might be some justification and rationalization there, but the essence of it is there's a compulsion. There is a pull back into the screen or a pull back to masturbation. This is the true distinction because now you need it. You need it to feel okay. And in most cases, you, f- you need it to not feel bad. So you're going back to masturbation so that you don't feel bad that day, or you're going back to masturbation so you can sleep So you don't feel bad that night. And when we get to compulsion on this continuum, you're no longer in control of your brain. Your brain, in fact, is controlling you. Then if we go one step further, we can call it addiction. And addiction is when you get really wrapped up in the behavior and you truly need it not to feel bad. So a distinction between compulsion and addiction is Now your brain mechanisms have changed so much, they are truly dependent on the behavior to keep it functioning in the way that makes you feel not bad. And what happens is if you don't do the behavior, you experience withdrawal and you feel bad for the couple days or the weeks or until you do the behavior again. And that's somewhere between compulsion and addiction, but we'll just nail it down at addiction. So let's summarize this continuum for you, and then we'll dig into it for just a minute. So the continuum is masturbation started as a behavior that you used. Then it shifted into a behavior that you misused. You started using it for mood regulation and in times that you needed it to feel better, to de-stress mostly, or possibly to offset boredom. Then with misuse comes 
misusing it even more and it becomes abuse. You really should be doing something else or you should be at work or it's a dangerous behavior. You're masturbating somewhere in public. It becomes abuse where you're using it too much and your guard has been let down around it because you need it. Then abuse shifts into compulsion. You now need it to feel good and most likely not to feel bad. You're using it for sleep. You're using it to de-stress. You're using it so you're not bored. It is a thing, probably a number one thing you've been going back to, to feel okay and not feel bad. When we get to addiction, you're doing it more frequently, more consistently, longer episodes, possibly you're edging. You are really getting the dopamine flowing in your brain a lot because you're completely dependent upon porn or masturbation by itself because masturbation by itself likely isn't by itself. It's probably including fantasy, which is internalized porn. This is what we're digging into but you now need it to not feel bad. You are dependent upon it because your brain mechanisms have changed and you need all the dopamine from masturbation to get through your life. Now, going back to the thought that you likely found masturbation during adolescence, what the science shows is that if you, the younger you found masturbation in porn, most likely it's linked with porn. That's why this is entitled How Porn Ruined Masturbation for You, because if you've been consuming porn with any level of consistency, frequency, intensity, and especially over time, you likely found porn when you were young, which means that it changed your brain mechanisms before they were done developing. So your brain has actually developed in an underdeveloped way. Those are what I call the seeds of addiction. So when you found porn and masturbation, Within the first two times, the way that your brain needs dopamine changed. And what the science shows is that not only do you need dopamine from porn and masturbation more, but that your brain actually lights up more from it, which means you actually get a higher high from it. And that's what makes you think you have a higher libido is that your brain was changed when you were young. It's hypersexuality, which falls into a quote unquote, disorder out of order called compulsive sexual behavior disorders. Porn and masturbation are the number one way that see that compulsive sexual behavior disorder, CSBD, the way that it manifests. And that's a classification through the World Health Organization in the International Classification of Diseases, the most recent version, version 11. So this isn't my opinion. This is a real thing that you are experiencing and the underlying neurological mechanisms have changed. And that's what made use go to misuse, go to abuse, go to compulsion, go to addiction. And, you know, I would contend this this is the number one addiction out there. So let's liken it to alcohol use for a minute because it becomes a lot easier to think about is that people who become alcoholics And I would contend that there's a lot of compulsive alcoholic alcohol users out there who wouldn't say they have an addiction, but they definitely would say, yeah, I'm going to have a drink every day or I'm going to have a drink every Friday and Saturday. That's a compulsion where you feel the need to go back to it on a certain schedule, on 
um, in certain environments. There's all the triggers that we talk about with porn addiction. There's similar triggers when it comes to alcohol. So it's a little bit easier to conceptualize that if you're dependent upon alcohol, then alcoholics know once they get to the point where they go, yeah, I have an alcohol problem. I have a compulsion. I have an alcohol addiction. When people get to that point, they realize they can't have a little alcohol because a little alcohol is a slippery slope to a brain that is dependent upon alcohol to feel good. And recovery from alcohol addiction, what that involves is changing back the neural mechanisms in the brain so that you no longer need the substance of alcohol to feel good, which also has a dopamine component. And then you have to learn how to rewire your life so that you have a lot of dopamine from other activities and actual activities in your life. So this is the point I want to make about alcohol. When alcoholics get to a certain point, they know they can't drink because if they drink, it's a slippery slope back in to the abuse and the compulsion and the need to go back with frequency, consistency, and the dependency on alcohol. It's the same for porn. It's the same for masturbation. If you've been masturbating to porn, but you've quit porn, but now you can masturbate with all of that internalized fantasy. So a number one strategy I tell people when I'm working with them is masturbate without going to fantasy. And they laugh and they go, what's the point? And I'm like, exactly. That's my point is that it's not an activity of connecting with your body. It's not an embodiment activity. It's actually a dissociation, a derealization, a distorted reality activity where you're getting high levels of physical stimulation from masturbation to high levels of internalized mental stimulation. That's going to lead us to the number two. But this is what I want you to know. If you've been doing it since adolescence, your brain has changed and it's never fully developed into the healthy arousal mode which probably, you know, I can't say for sure, but it most likely makes it so that you cannot masturbate anymore or you cannot masturbate until you've put porn and your sexual acting out behaviors behind and you've learned how to do a masturbation meditation, staying with the sensations in your body and not going to fantasy. So my contention is that if you fall into that category, Porn has ruined masturbation for you. And you can look it up all over the internet and you can look up as many qualified doctors that tell you masturbation is fine. No, masturbation is good for you. Well, it's not good for you because porn has ruined it for you. Okay, now moving on to number two is how number two is porn has ruined masturbation by linking your brain to yourself sexually for arousal and especially for sexual arousal. So what do I mean by that? Now we're going to revisit very quickly the 4D dopamine cycle in a porn and masturbation habit. So we can even just put porn on the shelf for a minute. Let's just say you've put porn behind you. We'll just talk about masturbation. So the idea is you decide you're going to masturbate. That dopamine gets dripping into your brain. The dopamine drip we know from science, you have three minutes Three seconds, I'm sorry. Three minutes is really long. Three seconds, which is very short, to pivot and go do something else. And you want to trick your brain into thinking that something else is where the dopamine was coming from. 
because that dopamine drip will make it so you have to follow through to the dopamine deluge, the flood in your brain, the thing that makes you feel good. And it actually starts flooding before you masturbate. That's what makes you become aroused so that you want to masturbate and you've probably gone to fantasy. So then that deluge becomes the dopamine drowning. So when you've been masturbating for a while, you're probably in your head fantasizing. You're really getting high levels of dopamine from physical and mental stimulation that's at a level 15, not at healthy levels down in the 7, 8, 9 range. So we know this is a super normal stimulus once it's been coupled with porn. So now your brain is linked back to this super normal stimulus to feel the best that it can because it can't compare to anything in the world. And it definitely can't compare to sex with your partner. So what we know is this linking of your brain makes it so there's a dopamine deficit, the fourth D in the 4D cycle. So now there's a a dopamine deficit in your life. So this is what we know. There's decreased partner satisfaction. There's decreased sexual satisfaction with a partner. There's decreased life satisfaction from a porn and masturbation habit. And there's increased sexual dysfunction. This is how we know masturbation is not serving you. And I've talked with thousands of men who are in fact addicted to masturbating and whether we call it addiction or not, like I've already said, they have the compulsion, the urge, the craving, the pullback to masturbate and fantasy is a major problem within that, which means porn ruined masturbation for them and they have to take it off the, they have to take it off the docket for some time, probably forever. So Taking where we're at in terms of porn made it so that now there's high level of arousal with masturbation and there's a deficit of arousal. There's very low arousal in your life. Now, let's go to number three and we'll we'll pair it back with number two in just a second. So number three is that porn is at the root of erectile dysfunction Masturbation coupled with porn is at the root of erectile dysfunction. Masturbation in a compulsive or addictive manner, an abusive manner, is ruining your sexual performance with a partner. Now, let's define ED for a second, because I've been thinking about this lately, is that a lot of times people think it's just like not being able to perform at all. But really, it too is on a continuum. I'm sorry to tell you, everything in life is on a continuum. But what that continuum is, is that, yes, down at the very extreme levels of the continuum, you can't perform at all. You can't get an erection. But if we inch down the continuum a little, it's what happens is you can't get aroused unless you go to the fantasy or you try to do the acts that became highly arousing for you within porn. And I know this is happening to so many men and they don't even know that that's low key erectile dysfunction. So let's just say you're being with your partner, but you need to fantasize about something to be able to get erect enough to be with your partner. Or you try to sneak in some little act that is highly arousing to you because of porn and fantasy and coupled to masturbation. And your partner might be aware that you're trying to go to this act for high levels of arousal or 
she or he may not be aware that you need to ramp it up in your mind to be able to perform with your partner. That is low-key erectile dysfunction. It is a sexual performance issue, and masturbation has everything to do with it. So, again, going back to the idea of erectile dysfunction is to be able to feel aroused in your life, and aroused doesn't mean sexual. Aroused means you get up and you want to go do your work. You want to hang out with your people and laugh and feel good and joy and calm and focused and peace on the inside. That's what arousal is. You want to rock out your best life in your days. You're psyched about it. That feels good. Your life feels good to you. Arousal. It doesn't feel anxious. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel boring. It feels awesome. That's healthy levels of arousal. So if you're caught up in the 4D cycle and if you're still masturbating, what happens is you, that doesn't do it for you anymore. You have you have a dopamine deficit in your life. So your brain pulls you back to masturbation so that you can get the dopamine to endure your life. Who wants that? Nobody. I don't want that for you. So the idea is masturbation is hyper arousal. So going back to that hypersexuality, your brain needs hyper arousal. You need to go back to masturbation to feel good and to not feel bad. So then your life becomes hypo arousal to little arousal. And unfortunately, your life includes your sexual experiences with a partner, which now become a hypo arousal state. And it's because your brain is swinging. The pendulum brain is swinging between hyper and hypo arousal. It's swinging between it needs all that stimulation and calming from the screen And then in the world, it doesn't feel good. So it needs to go back. The brain patterns constantly swinging back and forth. I can see that on the QEG brain map that I perform. And if you stay in that pendulum brain for too long, you tip into drained brain. Drained brain can't get aroused at all. Lack of motivation, decreased focus, your work, your people and your hobbies no longer do it for you. Because you have desensitized the dopamine receptors in your brain so much that you can't even pretend to get aroused in your life, which means you can't be aroused sexually, which means you'll feel the pullback to masturbation. So before I just wrap it up in a brain hack, let me tell you this brain hack. If any of this resonates with you, porn has ruined masturbation for you. And I'm sorry to tell you that. I know you don't want to hear it. I've talked to so many people who they will try to get around that cold, hard fact that you need to give up masturbation and find other things to do to make your brain feel good in your life and get back to having a healthy arousal, awesome sex life with your partner so that you can get the dopamine flowing at healthy levels, get serotonin flowing for happiness, get oxytocin flowing with your partner and your life to get the connection back in your life and the link broken from the screen in masturbation. So here's your brain hack strategy for the day. Find one thing in your work that jazzes you up and do it today. That's why I'm making this video. It's a Monday morning. This girl need a little jazzing up because it's been a day yesterday and I'm, I'm working hard so that I can bring myself out of a challenging, uh, I did great. It was a challenging day, brought myself right back up. Number two, Make sure you do a hobby that you enjoy. We just got the pool table recovered because we moved back into our house 
Uh, if you remember during COVID, we put our pool table, our billiard table right in the living room. We moved all the furniture out so the fam squad could just play pool and it has a ping pong top on it. Well, it's now in my hubby's man cave downstairs and it is up. It's got new felt that's demycotoxined and we are ready to play some pool. Even though there's a joke in my house that I don't go down I only go up, not in a sexual way, in a level way. So uh, the pool table's in the basement and I don't love going down, even though it's got, you know, walk outdoors and that. This girl likes to go up. My office is on the top of our house. So I'm going to have to go down into the basement so that I can play pool with the fam. Now, also get with your people, get with your people. So I'm going to go down there with my fam and we're going to hang out and we're going to laugh and We're going to remember the day when that pool table was in a tiny little room in this house and we could not even get the pool cues because the walls were so tight. Now we're going to have a nice open space and I'm going to laugh with those people and I'm going to enjoy my time with my peeps. So work, hobbies, people, get engaged, approach and engage. Don't escape into masturbation anymore. Go get that life that you want and that you deserve. Now, if you need help doing that, if you can't break these chains, you need to get into my 90 day program. Get into that 90-day program so that I can give you all the tools and techniques and I can personally support you through this journey. It's really important to me that you succeed because I'm here to change the world one brain at a time. If you can heal your brain from porn and masturbation, that ripple effect with all your people is huge and it's massive. So I want for you to join me in that crusade, heal your brain, and let's pass it on. All right, until next time, control your brain or it'll control you.